And so we could end up in a situation where CenturyLink or Comcast say, hey, you know what? We've got some lawyers who come up with a real good argument. We're going to sue to shut down every inch of fiber that's outside of a member city. Hello there. You are listening to the Community Broadband Bits podcast from the Institute for Local Self-Reliance, and I'm Lisa Gonzalez. People familiar with happenings on publicly owned networks are probably already aware of the long drama in Utah with Utopia. The publicly owned network has faced years of adversity. Utah is one of the states with barriers that make it extremely difficult for municipal networks to function. The telecommunications lobbyists have been active in the state capitals across the country again this year. Once again, legislation has been introduced that targets Utopia. House Bill 60, if passed, will prevent Utopia from expanding and can eventually contribute to its demise. This week, Chris talks with Jesse Harris, writer and editor for the Free Utopia blog, and then he speaks with Pete Ashdown, founder and president of X Mission. Jesse and Pete each offer details on HB60, what it may mean for the network, for providers that use Utopia, and for the local community. We see bills like HB60 introduced every year in some form or another. They claim to encourage free enterprise and competition, but under closer examination, those bills do just the opposite. They propagate the current telecommunications environment in which a few large providers call the shots in the field and at the legislature. Here are Chris, Jesse, and Pete. Welcome to another edition of the Community Broadband Bits podcast. I'm Chris Mitchell, and today I'm speaking with Jesse Harris, the founder of Free Utopia, a website with a lot of information about the Utopia network. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, you and I have actually spoke a number of times. I was on your podcast uh, a while back, maybe four years ago, five years ago. It's been quite some time since you did that. Yeah. So, Jesse, I first got to know you because you were writing all this stuff about Utopia and what was happening um, on the Free Utopia blog. Uh, what is Utopia? Utopia is it's a municipal fiber agency. It consists of 18 total member cities. Um, and so it has a lot of strength in numbers going for it, rather than being just one city trying to build a fiber network on its own. It shoves all the shared costs into one entity so that it's not going to be split. And you said 18 cities now. Not all of those cities are fully built out, right? Um, how does it work out in terms of what cities are fully and what cities are partially built? Right now, uh, there's 11 cities that are pledging cities. They're the ones who have said, we will back bond money to get the ball rolling. Uh, the others are non-pledging. Essentially, all they've done is said, hey, you've got free right away whenever you've got the money of your own to build here. Um, the build plan initially was pretty bad. Uh, it was around the idea of, well, let's just build wherever it's cheapest to build. But it didn't identify where are the customers. And so a lot of the build has kind of mushroomed from that. Uh, Brigham City got com entirely built out because the um, city formed a uh, special service district up there so that participants could pay to have it extended and cover the whole city. And Centerville was entirely built out using uh, USDA rural utility service funds. And just to let people know, what if you have access to Utopia, um, what kind of services can you get? It's got the pretty standard phone video data, except data connections. You're looking at gigabit connections for $70, uh, quite a deal. From a number of providers at that too, right? Uh, yeah, there are, I believe, over a dozen providers now split between residential and commercial services. Um, 
I haven't seen anyone doing anything really wacky on the network yet, but I do know that a lot of Utopia providers take their peering agreements very seriously. Uh, X-Mission, for instance, has peering agreements with both Netflix and Valve so that Steam games will download quickly. Um, there's been some recent news about um, a possible new partnership, and a lot of people are excited. You were the person that seems to know more about that than just about anyone not working directly for Utopia. Uh, what's going on there? Well, Utopia has been looking at ways to get the network built out and try and do it with the least number of tax dollars possible. And what they found is an Australian company called Macquarie is who has done a lot of public works projects would be interested in doing something like this. They have a lot of experience in doing things like water and sewer systems, um, bridges, toll roads, that kind of thing. So they take a very long view of these kinds of projects. They're not saying, we need our money back in two years. They're saying, you know what, a 30-year contract is fine with us. So the initial details of the arrangement are a 30-year arrangement, pumping somewhere around $300 million into complete building out to all the homes and businesses within member cities. That would be incredible for for all those cities. I mean, you then have some of the best access in the country available to, um, what, over hundreds of thousands of people? It would reach about 150,000 homes. Um, you can bet that once they're finished building member cities, more cities would be like, hey, we want in on some of that action. And it's actually a better deal for the cities than Google Fiber is. When Google Fiber came to Provo, they essentially got to le- have a, an indefinite lease on the network for $1 plus $18 million in closing costs, and they got to close down the network. The city, Provo, is still on the hook for all of their bond money. The Macquarie deal, on the other hand, is investing four times as much per household. It's preserving open access, and it's doing revenue sharing with the city, so they actually get some money to pay down their bonds. Now, that all assumes that a certain mischievous bill uh, doesn't go through. Um, you know, I think perhaps when we first talked about Utopia on this podcast um, 18 months ago or so, uh, we noted that the Utah legislature has been really hostile toward Utopia in the past. Uh, Comcast, and previously Quest, U.S. West, all now CenturyLink. Um, they've all really monkeyed around with it. So what's the latest news in terms of that bill? Well, the latest, uh, for anyone who's in the state, it's Bill HB60. It's originating from the House with Representative Kurt Webb of Logan. What the bill seems to intend to do is say you cannot have any municipal network outside of a member city. Um, You know, for cities that are self-contained, this might not be such a big deal. But for Utopia, they have to have network outside of member cities in order to connect all of the individual member cities together. Uh, they also have to build outside of member cities to connect some of the service providers to the network, such as X-Mission or Veracity. Uh, they're in Salt Lake and Provo, respectively, who are not member cities. It could also cut off a lot of businesses who have paid out of their own pocket to extend Utopia to their offices, even outside of member cities. Um, these are businesses who have spent as much as tens of thousands of dollars to have the network come to them because they need it that badly. Now, I think in reading it, it would have grandfathered in existing, but all, none of those businesses could move because they wouldn't be able to uh, extend to their new premises. And they wouldn't be able to do new more VLANs or things like that than hooking up other satellite offices. That's true, but it's important to always look at the plain language of the bill. It doesn't appear to include any sort of grandfathering provisions in it. Um, what's important to remember with any sort of legal arrangement is... Courts always have to go by 
what could the plain language of the bill mean? They're not allowed to use any sort of intent statements to say, well, this is what it's supposed to do or accomplish. And so we could end up in a situation where CenturyLink or Comcast say, hey, you know what? We've got some lawyers who've come up with a real good argument. We're going to sue to shut down every inch of fiber that's outside of a member city. All right. And it's often the lawsuits that's more damaging as opposed to the verdict because of the, the delay, the uncertainty. And it would certainly be enough to scare off Macquarie. It could be. Uh, those kinds of suits stretch, usually stretch on for years. They cost many millions of dollars and everything is at a standstill in the meantime. Uh, it, it, it seems kind of backwards, though, because if this bill passes, you put the cities on the hook financially, you cut off services to businesses, and you chase away a $300 million investment. That seems like a bad idea. Do you, do you think that's going to actually happen? I am not too confident that the bill is going to pass. Um, now that there's a lot of attention on it, uh, I, I don't think it could be passed anywhere close to its current form or even at all. Um, you know, the members of the committee have been peppered with contact to say, hey, don't do this. You've got local businesses contacting them saying, don't do this to my business. Uh, it's going to be a very hard sell now. The way that these kinds of bills work is they need to move very quickly try and stay under the radar for as long as possible. Right. That's what we've seen in just about every other state. Is there anything else uh, going on there that we should know about with Utopia? Uh, there's not really a whole lot else going on with it right now. Uh, they're working with Macquarie to try and hammer out the full, full details of the deal, get it going. The good news for them is they have been meeting or exceeding all of their financial targets for the last four years. Um, they haven't hit their subscriber numbers, but that's because businesses have come to them and say, hey, let me give you 30 grand to hook up. And I think that's what has prompted this legislation is they're realizing, uh-oh, this thing might work. We've got to shut it down. And that's the way they're succeeding. We've got to cut that off at the kneecaps. Hmm. Yes, that would be too bad. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Sure. Thanks for having me. And now I'm here with Pete Ashdown, the founder and president of X-Mission. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to talk to you again. Um, as we noted the last time, you were the first ISP in Utah, and you just celebrated your 20-year anniversary, so congratulations. Um, how did you learn about this bill that's going to uh, prevent Utopia from expanding if it were to pass? My representative up there um, for my uh, house district in Utah uh, keeps me pretty well in tune with uh, the technology goings-on, and she emailed me... Um, on Monday and said, what do you think about these two bills? And, and one of them was a harmless redefinition, but the other one was uh, specifically geared towards an interlocal uh, entity that lays fiber. And in Utah, there's only one of those, and that's uh, Utopia. And it was, it was pretty apparent after a quick read that what it was trying to do was, was restrict Utopia. Why would the Utah legislature want to restrict Utopia at this point? That's a, that's a good question, and, and I'm, I'm somewhat suspicious of the timing in that uh, Utopia has a, uh, a suitor in, in Macquarie that uh, may come in and build it out to uh, its full promise, a complete ubiquitous service uh, throughout the member cities, but they're also interested in looking at um, potential other cities uh, that are not members. So maybe even a, a much larger build than uh, what they initially were talking about. 
and and this bill would prevent them doing that. And I, I can just see uh, the execs at, at CenturyLink and Comcast grinding their teeth over it because in no way do uh, they want to uh, participate and compete on a level playing field. They make most of their money from captive customers, and uh, Utopia goes against that. I'm just imagining I'm a housing developer building a, a development, and I'm thinking to myself, well, I could either try and work with Utopia and have I could have the best connections in the entire country, or I could have DSL and cable, um, and this bill would have stopped that. But I guess what I'm curious about from your perspective is um, what it would mean to your business if, if such a bill would pass. There have been developers already that aren't inside of Utopia Cities who have invited Utopia to come and uh, deploy in their green field uh, projects. And, and Utopia usually jumps at the chance of that because it's, it's much cheaper than uh, digging up streets. So there are already some on there like that. As far as what it would mean, I think a lot of I mean to us, I think a, a lot of it would stay the same, honestly, um, but we are not, X-Mission is not located in a utopia city. We have to uh, connect to them over facilities that are run outside of utopia cities. It's not clear in the bill to me as to whether those, those activities would be immediately curtailed or whether they'd be grandfathered, but definitely what would happen is if, if another ISP came in that was not located in a utopia city, who wanted to compete on Utopia, uh, they would not be allowed unless they were actually headquartered in Utopia cities. It causes damage for the future, and you know, as far as uh, Macquarie goes, um, it, it probably would cause some damage in their evaluation of whether this is a viable project or not. I would imagine uh, the economies of scale apply here, and if, if they can do all of Salt Lake County instead of three cities in Salt Lake County that are member cities now, uh, it might be more uh, of a attractive project to do. We'd like to uh, see that move forward. And, and you know, living in the de- digital ghetto that is Salt Lake City, I would like to see it move forward in Salt Lake City as well. As a small business, um, that's you know, you have a very intimate relationship with your subscribers often, um, located right there, physically close to them. What would it mean to have access to 150,000 households? Um, is that something you dream about? Uh, it would it would certainly be a boost um, to our business, and we have been gutted over the past ten years um, uh, in residential access, um, both uh, from Comcast and and from CenturyLink. Uh, you know, Comcast has never let us use their network, but CenturyLink with their fiber to the node um, and ADSL two actually caused interference problems for our existing customers cause their speeds to drop and when they call up and complain to us we would say well we're not responsible for that portion and then they'd call CenturyLink and CenturyLink's only solution was move to uh, the ADSL2 service and drop X-Mission as a internet service provider. Yeah it would be nice to see some of that access return. I mean people they call us more often for just getting access from us. Well, I certainly hope that we see Utopia able to expand and, and fulfill the original dream um, and bring some, some choices to the, uh, the community. And what's exciting about it to me is also uh, with Macquarie, they are no small entity. Um, they have done a number of other infrastructure projects around the world. And really, this is the first time they're looking at doing a fiber project. If this works well for them, who's to say where else they can go in the United States? I think 
uh, you know, there's demand all over this country for better access and, and robust competition. And this could be a model for the entire country. Um, I think it's uh, a, a viable financial model. I think fiber is our future. Uh, but getting our federal government on board with that has been slow in coming. It's nice to see uh, a private entity investigating it. I hope they, they take it on. Um, but, uh, you know, this is this is something I've been talking about for over a decade, that we need more municipal fiber to, to uh, boost competition in this country and, and provide bandwidth, needed bandwidth, to all Americans. Um, but the government has been slow to get behind it. Yes, it has. Well, thank you for, for talking with us today. You're welcome, Christopher. Be sure to visit freeutopia.org for updates on HB60 and all the news on Utopia. Xmission's website is xmission.com, and we have more on Utopia at muninetworks.org. The Utopia website is, of course, utopianet.org. If you want to email us with questions or ideas for the show, write to podcast at muninetworks.org. Follow us on Twitter. We are at Community Nets. This show was released on February 11, 2014. We want to thank the group Fit and the Conniptions for their song, Bless Your Heart, licensed using Creative Commons. And thank you again for listening. Bless your heart.